This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. guys, how's it going? Welcome to Cosmos and the City. My name is Megan McKeever and I will be your host slash drinking buddy for the next hour or so. Now, if you don't know, um, here on the podcast, what we do is we are watching through the entire series of Sex and the City and each week I will bring on a brand new guest. And uh, this week, my guest is Leandra Ryan and she is great. Um, she's become one of my really good friends. Uh, we're producing a show together at iOS now called Pussies Grab Back um, every second Sunday of the month at 10 p.m. main stage. Check it out. Um, she's also on a sketch team called Jeff, uh, which is really exciting. And uh, yeah, we we really get into to this episode of Sex in the City. Uh, it's the third one titled The Bay of Married Pigs. And it's all about single girls living in the city and the kind of crap we have to deal with sometimes with men and dating and stuff like that. And it gets real. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to it. And um, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City. Or we have Twitter now. I don't really know what we're going to be tweeting about, but hey, you can find us there at C-A-T-C Podcast. Um, And guys, I want to know what you guys are thinking. What do you think about this podcast? This is the third one. Let me know. I have no idea. Is anybody listening? I don't know. Um, you can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. This show is also brought to you by Boardwalk Audio. Uh, they are very cool and they have a lot of awesome podcasts. So head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check them out. And if you like the show and want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping just like the girls in Sex in the City. Um, you can buy shoes. Um, wait, how you ask? Okay, you have to go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos. Click the support our artist button and shop on Amazon like you normally would. I normally buy like groceries because I'm lame. But you could buy shoes like the girls in Sex in the City. All right, well, uh, that's it. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Cheers. <laughs> Welcome to Cosmos and the City. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Mm. It's been a long time since I've had vodka, as I mentioned a minute ago. Well. And I have a giant <laughs> microphone very close to my face. <laughs> yeah. So it feels good. Well, get used to having things in your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm already used to it, sweetheart. Yeah. Well, that's why you're here. So, I know. <laughs> so this is season one, episode three, Bay of Married Pigs. Of Sex in the City. And today's guest is Leandra Ryan. And Leandra, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> I uh, do comedy. I do comedy. I do a lot of sketch comedy and some stand-up and some improv. And I'm an actress. Well, yeah. Uh, tell us about the show you produce. Yes. I produce a show called Pussies Grab Back. It's an all-female sketch show. Megan did it once. She was <laughs> yes. brilliant. Um, and it's a monthly show. It's the second Sunday of the month at 10 o'clock at I.O. West. 
And yeah, everyone, all the producers, director, actors, writers, everyone's female. So it's really cool. And then I don't produce this, but I'm also on a house sketch team called Jeff exclamation point. So it's not just Jeff, it's Jeff. And um, <laughs> good, good. And that's the fourth Sunday of the month at 730, I think. Okay, cool. Now, important, at iOS. At iOS. Now, mm-hmm. important question, is it Jeff, J-E-F-F or yes, yes. not the G-E-O? No, J-E-F-F. Exclamation point. All right. Very important. Good. Yes. Cool. So I thought that this episode would be perfect for Leandra because she's single, right? <laughs> and bitter. And so. bitter. <laughs> how, how long have you been single for? Define single. <laughs> um, not having a boyfriend for longer. Define boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been since you've had a serious relationship? How about that? Um, three, three and a half years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So that qualifies you uh, <laughs> to be on this episode of the podcast. So this episode is about single women having friends that are married. So let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, let's just talk about the episode. Just a short synopsis. Yeah, so it opens with this great scene where Carrie sees a penis unexpectedly because there's no better way to see a penis than when you're not expecting it. Yeah. I'm joking, obviously. Well. Um, I'm being sarcastic. Has that ever happened to you? Yes, it has, but not by people that I know, by like strangers. Yeah, I feel like that's the worst kind. Yeah. It's like, okay, I didn't. I didn't ask for this. I was like walking my dog in West Hollywood once and this guy rolled up in his car and his windows were down and he was just like chilling there, but like moving very slowly. And I looked over and I realized that he had his dick out and he was masturbating while watching me walk my dog. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was great. And then there was, (laughs) there was this guy once when I was in Paris and he had really short shorts on, and his dick oh. was just, like, hanging out the bottom, just, oh, like, no. flopping around on the street. <laughs> That's a long dick. <laughs> yeah. Also, they were short shorts. But, yeah, it's not good when it's not expected. Yes. I feel like anytime a dick comes at you mm-hmm. and you're not in a intimate situation and, yeah. it, you know, it, just it's like not un- really in a dick kind of place right yeah, now. Yeah, it's you know? unwanted mm-hmm. and uncalled for. Mm-hmm. And to put it in context of the episode, that is what happened to Carrie. So Carrie is staying at her friend's Hampton's house. They're married and the wife has gone out to get the good muffins <laughs> And <laughs> Which is also sexual <laughs> yeah. and a very hidden little innuendo. <laughs> the good muffins. And while the wife is gone, Carrie comes out of the bathroom and the husband, Peter, is just standing in the hallway wearing a t-shirt and no pants. Mm-hmm. And he just stands there and says, good morning. Guys, never do that. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Ask first. Ask first. <laughs> Consent, guys. <laughs> Consent. It's very um, timely. It's yes. very important. Well, that's the great <laughs> thing about Sex in the City. Even though the show's like over 10 years old, mm-hmm. it still holds up today. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next thing that happens in the show is the girls have their usual talk. They're either at a restaurant or a diner and uh, they're having dinner 
And all four of them are talking about basically what happened to Carrie at the Hamptons house. And they allude to, which I, I think is probably the best pun of the episode, the pepper mill. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel right now with this microphone. <laughs> yes. It's about the same size. And we it's have pepper right mill there. microphones <laughs> in front of us. And yes, yeah, so Samantha asks, well, well, how big was it? And then she glances at the pepper mill. So big pepper mill dick. I mean, if that's true, if it's really that big, that's terrifying. Like, I would run so far if, like, someone's dick was actually that size. I feel like it was an exaggeration. I mean, maybe. In another episode, there is a man that shows up in Samantha's life who has, like, the biggest penis <laughs> yeah. ever. And she describes it as, like, a wall of flesh. <laughs> I can't even. Wall of flesh coming at her. So maybe that's what Carrie experienced. I don't know. I just I think know. there's such a thing as too big. <laughs> yes. And... That would be it if if that's really yeah because that's a big pepper mill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was big. So let's talk about what's going on with the other girls. And that's pretty much what happens to Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what happens with Miranda. She is just always feeling like the outsider at work parties or whatever because like she's not in a relationship and and she's a female lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then I guess only because they have the same haircut. <laughs> right. This guy from her, from her firm or whatever, like, sets her up with, like, this woman. And she's like, yo, I'm not gay. Like, what the hell? Even though she really is, which is so funny, acting. And I guess she feels like the only way that she can, like, get ahead in the company is if she, like, accepts this invitation to the dinner party of her boss. Mm-hmm. But it's very clearly only a couple's invitation. So she, like, goes with the lesbian which I kind of felt bad for the lesbian because I was like, she is just like out there, you know, like putting herself out there, like trying to like meet a nice lady. (laughs) And now she's like for sure being used. Yeah. Well, that was my question. Like, so her name is Sid. And I'm like, why would she even go along with it? She knows that Miranda's not gay. So why would she even go to the dinner? I mean, girls got to eat. I guess. Like, I, don't, I don't know why else. Like, I felt bad for her, too. I was just like, why would you even go? Mm-hmm. And I always wondered about that, too, because Cynthia Nixon, who plays Miranda, is gay. Right. That's and, what I meant. And, like, yeah. Yeah. And I just wonder, like, what she thought about this scene. Right, right. Like, when she's like, I would never do this. Like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But ugh, the writers wrote it, so got to do it. Especially that early in the series. You don't really have any say. Oh, no. Yeah. Not at all. Um, which is probably why um, Cynthia Nixon, like, gets better looking over time mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout the seasons. All the women look beautiful, but then they put her in these weird outfits, but she just becomes, like, more beautiful throughout. Oh, yeah. And, like, when she goes to the dinner party, she, like, wears a tie. Like, you know? Yeah. It's like she, like, slicks her hair back and, like, wears a tie and, like, <laughs> this, like, long coat. And I'm like... She's, like, playing the part. Yeah, well, she's, like, trying to look like a lesbian. But, like, what does that even mean? You know? Like, you don't have to... I don't know. That's, like, very, like, a stereotype kind totally. of thing. You know? But they weren't woke back then, you know? <laughs> That's right. We're just we're just so much more woke now. <laughs> so woke. <laughs> so woke. So let's see. Uh, what happens with Charlotte this episode? Not too much. Charlotte didn't do a lot. She was just like being Charlotte. Well, let's talk about the party. They all go to the party. Yeah. So 
Carrie goes out to lunch with another married couple. So we have the first married couple at the Hamptons, but then she goes to lunch with her supposed favorite married couple, who we never see again. And that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, throughout this whole first season, we meet all of these friends that Carrie has, and we see them once and never again. But anyway, so she meets her favorite couple at lunch, and then she's basically set up with this guy, Sean. And Sean is a very typical, nice guy. Too nice. Maybe he's too nice. Yeah, too nice. It's not Carrie's style. Mm-hmm. But they end up going out. She tries him on. Like, like a, a dress like or a whatever. Like a DKNY dress, I, I think. I don't remember the specific of it, but yeah. She, she likened him to a piece of clothing. Yeah, that's never good. <laughs> <laughs> never good. So he has a party. And she invites the girls. And when they get there, it's all married couples, supposedly. Samantha basically just gets drunk in the kitchen. Which I support. Yes. I think she handled the situation like a pro. Yeah, what else are you (laughs) going to do in that situation? Exactly. Tequila shots. Yeah. That's what she does. And I love her conversation with that guy. I don't think we ever catch his name. But it's like he's, why would she even talk to him? They're talking about stocks. Well, I was confused by that too because like, (laughs) When I first saw her talking to him, I was like, oh, Samantha's curious about stocks. Like, she wants to know. (laughs) Like, she's trying to get some free stock advice up in here. And then his, like, unattractive wife shows up and is like, bitch, this is my man. And, like, snaps her fingers and, like, they walk away. And then she looks concerned. Like, Samantha looks disappointed. And I'm like, what, were you into that guy? Like, what? I was confused by that. Yeah. No, Mm. he looked like he was a shop teacher. (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah. And and when he was talking about stocks, I was like, no, you're a shop teacher. You work with wood. <laughs> um, you make things out of wood. It's probably because he was wearing a plaid shirt. And he had those gl- big glasses, mm-hmm. big shop glasses. So Sean, the guy that Carrie's kind of seeing, he brings them into this room that he wants to turn into the kid's room eventually when he gets married and pulls out this weird, uh, what do they call? Mobile? Like, yes, a mo- <laughs> like a kid's m- mobile. And Which it's with little- real weird. Yeah, with little real creepy on it. Like the mobile does not come before the child <laughs> or the woman. Right. Like you don't invest in like a creepy mobile. <laughs> no. And like he had got, he said three years ago he had gotten it. Oh my god! And like Florence, what did it? it was like angels or something? Yeah, it was like that? little angel heads. So fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. Can we curse on this show? Uh, yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the moment where they all were like, "Okay, how do we get out of here?" Yes. Yeah. So they do leave. Charlotte takes drunk Samantha back to her hotel. And this is my favorite part of the episode where Samantha comes on to the doorman with a lovely Irish accent. Was it Irish? I couldn't tell. Oh, it was I was Irish. like, he's Irish or he's British or he's Australian. I don't know. No, he, he's Irish. He was cute until I saw him with his shirt off and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's just pale. Well, he's he seemed very young too, which I think is kind of a thing that Samantha does. Oh, yeah. Is she likes to go after like young men. But I think like where's the line? Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, he, they didn't say how young or old he was, but he just looked... Like a baby. 
next to her, you know? Totally. Yeah, so she comes back down later. Who knows how much time has passed? I think they said two hours. Oh, great. Two hours later, she woke up still drunk, still single, and that's when she, like, shows up. Yeah, and she pulls the whole, I have just underwear underneath my coat. (laughs) So then she's, like, mostly naked on the street. Yeah, so classy. That's Samantha. Yeah. (laughs) My my favorite line, um... Can I have a cigarette? Can I have a kiss? <laughs> like what? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> like kiss first. <laughs> right? Because like cigarette. Uh, yeah, did she nasty. ever smoke that cigarette? No. No. And he like kind of starts this and then like falls out of his, I don't know. Well, he was smoking already. Oh, right, right, right. She interrupted his smoke break. I think she just like starts to light it and then she just drops it. It's like what a waste. <laughs> I'm just saying cigarettes are really expensive in New York City. I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm I don't smoke, guys. I don't smoke. Um, I just happen to know that Mm -hmm. piece of information. Mm -hmm. So she takes them back upstairs, and uh, when the doorman leaves, Tommy, his name is Tommy Mm. from Ireland, I'm assuming, he runs into Charlotte, and she's going to the bathroom, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm leaving," Uh, and she's like, "Well, when I come out." You won't be here. And then he's like, let me get the door for you. <laughs> it's great because he's a doorman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doorman Tommy. He said something in that scene that I thought was like really interesting. He was like, I've been so lonely since I left home and I just wanted a woman's touch, which is like a dumb way to say it, but it is a thing. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I heard something the other day that really stuck with me. Like, you know, when you're like, oh, God, I just, I want, like, a human touch. I just want to, like, cuddle with someone or whatever. And then you're like, you, like, judge yourself for it. And you're like, oh, my God, how desperate am I? Like, fuck me, you know? <laughs> but, like, that's fucked up. Like, it's not desperate to want human connection because that is a basic human need. Absolutely. And I was listening to this thing the other day, and, and they likened it to, like, eating. Like, you eat when you're hungry. And you're not, like, when you're hungry, you're not, like, oh, man, I'm so desperate, like, eating this sandwich. Like, I'm such a loser. It's like, no, you're eating a sandwich because you're hungry because it's a basic human need. And I really liked that. And so I thought it was relevant with that scene, within what he said in that scene, because I think that's so true. Totally. And I think it's later in, like, season four. But Carrie is going to see Big over in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. She says almost the same thing, just like, I need to feel the weight of a man on me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true. Like, you just need that human connection sometimes. And Mm -hmm. it's not desperation. It's just, like you said, it's a human need. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So, like, find a non-creepy cuddle party, guys. I haven't done that, but I've heard that there are, like, cuddle parties. Oh. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I haven't done it, so, like, actually don't do it because it's probably creepy. And just remember, guys, Leandra's single. Guys, (laughs) I know there's going to be a lot of eligible men listening to this podcast who are like, get me that girl's number. (laughs) Just go see your show, guys. Like, meet her afterwards, you know. I mean, yeah, this actually, this is so true. People know where I hang out now. (laughs) (laughs) I.O. West. I.O. West. She's there all day, every day. That's where I'm at. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we haven't talked about this yet. So Carrie has her scene with Stanford, and they're just walking down the street, and they run into this lovely gay couple, two men, 
And basically, they ask her if she would be interested in donating an egg because they want to have a baby. What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) I have a lot of thoughts on that. At first, I was confused, actually. Well, my first thought was... (laughs) Stanford looks very skinny and young in this scene. <laughs> yes. And like the hat he was wearing that was very confusing to me. Right. I don't think he was wearing his glasses either. Oh, I can't remember. Maybe you're right. But yeah, I could just tell this was like young, like just out of the closet Stanford, like before he got all like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Is that, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're woke, guys. Woke. <laughs> Yes. So then she runs to this guy. And at first I think that I, and I don't know for sure if this is true or not, that it was like an ex of hers who had become gay. Cause he was like, oh, you haven't seen me since I was straight. And so I was like, did they date? And it was never clear because. I thought about that. Yeah. And then at first when he was like, oh, perfect. Like I thought he was going to try to set her up with someone, but instead (laughs) he just like assumes that she's never going to have children. And, like, how old are they at this point in the show? Like, like oh, early 30s, maybe? Yeah. I would assume. Probably, like, 32 or 33. Yeah. So, like, she's not too old to have children by any means. And I'm assuming that he doesn't know whether or not she actually wants them at some point in her life. Like, keep her eggs for herself. So why just assume that her eggs are, like, up for grabs. That was super messed up. Would you ever do that? Donate Sell an my egg? eggs? <laughs> yeah. Well, contrary to popular belief, I actually do want children, and I'm still <laughs> hoping for that to uh, be a thing. All right, guys, she wants kids. Mm. Just take notes, men. <laughs> take all the notes. If anyone listens to this, I'm probably scaring all of them away. But a lot of people just assume that I don't. Really? My own own mother, like, not even, like, a few months ago, we were talking on the phone, and then she was like, wait, you want kids? I'm like, yeah. She just, like, honestly didn't think that I wanted them. And I'm like, why? Because I'm 30, and I haven't gotten there yet? How about we take a chill pill? So. We're going to get real here. We're getting real. I don't know that I want to have my own kids. I, I like adoption. Yeah. Yeah. My significant other at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'm talking to someone who's in a three-year relationship with a live-in boyfriend who's, like, producing this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know how he feels about the way I feel, but we're still making it work. He wants kids? He wants kids. And you're not sure? And I don't know that I want my own. You don't know if you want to go through the whole, like, yeah, I just like, I don't know. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I've talked to my mother about it and she's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care, mom. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm glad you had great experiences, yeah. but that might not be mine. I think I used to feel that way, like when I was younger. And now I'm kind of just like, I think the narcissistic part of me is like, but I want it to look like me. Which I know you can totally do with like IVF or whatever. Babies. There's there's going to be another episode on babies. Mm. How is that Cosmo doing? Are you- Strong as fuck. <laughs> I'm slowing down on it because I need to drive home. If you don't want to finish it, I'll gladly finish it for you. I believe you <laughs> and I accept you. But it's really good, right? Yes. It's like the one drink I know how to make super well. It's good, and it's strong, and it's in an adorable glass. Thank you. You know where I got these? Where? 
Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, you know where I got these? She picks it up and spills. <laughs> Look, no one can see that. You don't have to say it. No, they have um, to know. <laughs> Otherwise, they won't know why we're laughing. Um, but they're really cute. Um, I got them at Goodwill. Oh, really? Yeah, they were like a dollar. What? Yeah. Goodwill is actually a really great place to buy glassware. Glassware and Goodwill. <laughs> And I found two matching martini glasses. Super cute. Anyway, now this episode is interesting because Mr. Big is not in it. Is he existing in our lives yet? Oh, yeah. He oh, exists he is? in the very first episode. Oh, okay. But I think this is the first episode that he does not exist in. Mm. So normally on the podcast, we do hottie of the episode. And it's really interesting because this episode doesn't have many hotties. So here are our choices. Mm-hmm. We have Peter, who showed off his dick. Mm-hmm. Sean, who probably has a very small one. <laughs> and Tommy, <laughs> Tommy with the Irish accent. That's, that's really it. I mean, unless we want to go for like, you know, there was that guy in the couple that was her favorite. But he, that couple was annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Very annoying. Yeah. I wanted to punch them both in the face. And also, mm. he looked really short, which is fine. <laughs> which is fine. Is but, it? I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, they just have to be a little taller than me. That's all mm-hmm. I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I first met Terrence, I actually didn't know how tall he was because I met him sitting down. It's tricky business. It's really interesting. Like, I sat down beside him mm-hmm. and we hung out for like hours at a comedy show. And it wasn't until we both had to go to the bathroom that I knew how tall he was. And like, it's really crowded. We're like walking to the line. We're in the bathroom line. I turn around and thank God he's mm-hmm. a little taller than me. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, good. This is going to so work. it's kind of like meeting someone on the internet. If, especially, if it's, especially if it's like <laughs> Bumble where they don't make you put your height in there. You got to ask before you meet up with someone if wow. you don't know. Otherwise, you'll end up on a date with a guy who's like 5'4". Ooh. Which is fine if you're 5'3". I mean, I'm 5'2", but I don't care. (laughs) I know, I know. I'm I'm not superficial, I promise. Mm. Just a little taller. (laughs) I know nothing about online dating. I'll say that. Good for you. I just don't know anything. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I am a serial monogamous. Yes, my sister is that. Yeah, I'll She's admit it. She's always in a relationship. I'm a lily patter, you know, and I'm proud of it. Good. And you know what? It's okay. <laughs> because. I didn't say it wasn't okay. <laughs> I just, I like, I like being in relationships. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a good girlfriend and it, it's fun. I've tried to be single. It never works out for me. Being single isn't really something that works out for you. It's it it does. Like- no, well, I, I, I try to be like, oh, I'm single. I'll just date people. And I try dating like multiple people at the same time. Mm-mm. It's exhausting. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I always ended up just like, okay, well, I just have to pick one. And then, you know, I dated mm-hmm. that guy for like six months, though. We're still friends. He's nice. He was a lawyer. Probably should have stuck with him, but it's fine. (laughs) Where were we? We were talking about hottie of the episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Mr. Big is not in this episode. So who is it? Who's the hottie of the episode? Well, I guess I have to go with the doorman. Tommy. Tommy it is. (laughs) Tommy is the hottie of the episode. So let's talk about pun of the episode. 
there weren't all that many. Mm-mm. For me, it was just kind of like that pepper mill. I think that's the only one that sticks out to me. Yeah. So I would agree. I think there was one towards the end where Charlotte ends up going on a date with Sean. Like Carrie just like passed him on mm. to Charlotte. They started out with brunch, breakfast, lunch, and then they were visiting China. And they mean like like dinner, dinner China. But that's not very funny. Well, they said something about like he was American something and she was French country. So it was never going to work out. Yeah. But I like peppermint dick. Yeah, I think that's the best. Okay. Pun of the episode. Mm-hmm. Who wore what and why? Any of the outfits in this episode stick out to you? Like in a good way or in a bad way? In any way. I felt like, what was his name, the guy? Sean? Sean. At the party when he has those very 90s high-waist khakis Mm -hmm. with like the red button down and like the belt. Oh, yeah. And he was like, look at this mobile. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was like, this is very on brand for Sean. Like this outfit because it says like I am serious and boring <laughs> and just I need this to work out. Whenever I'm on my way to a first date, what I say to myself is, God, I hope he's not wearing khakis. So I have strong feelings about Sean's attire. I totally understand. Yes. We already talked about my feelings on Miranda's attire with the dinner party. How right, she was trying tie. to like les it up. Mm-hmm. Slicked back hair. Mm-hmm. Had a red lip, which was interesting. Yes. It's kind of like I'm dressed as a man, but I'm still a woman. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable with what's his name again? Stanford? Stanford, yes. His hat was confusing to me. Because mm. it was like a cross between like a bowler and like a whatever those fisherman hats are. Um I felt like it was trying to be both. And I wanted it to just choose. <laughs> Carrie's um, nude-colored tube top. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel like it was working. No, to me, it just, like, reminded me of the naked dress. Yeah. Which we we haven't seen yet because her and Big haven't been on their first date yet. But that's kind of, I feel like it's, like, a precursor to that. The naked dress is a lot sexier, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, that tube top was just, like, I don't know. It wasn't doing it for me. I thought the party attire was, again, very on-brand. You know, they had um, Charlotte in the red dress with super high cut, and then the opposite, Samantha, with that, like, Mm -hmm. aqua, like, super, like, plunging neckline kind of situation. Um, Which I think they were kind of hinting at because Charlotte was wearing almost the same color as Sean's mm -hmm. red shirt, and, like, they were hinting at, like, maybe these two people might Mm -hmm. be a better fit. For sure. But then no, their China patterns didn't Mm-mm. French up. country and American. Classic? Classic? I think so. I think American so. classic. What are you? In a China pattern? Yeah. I don't know anything about China patterns. I mean, <laughs> my plates at home are like floral. I don't know. I mean, I like them. <laughs> but they're not, they're not China. Like, I don't think you can have China. Like, Until you, like, receive China. From your mom or grandmother. Yes. (laughs) Someone has to give you China. You don't go buy China. Like, you can register for China. I thought about, like, (laughs) on my 30th, I just turned 30, and for my 30th birthday, I was like, 
what if I just like register for gifts? Yeah. <laughs> And like make people buy me stuff and I'll wear like a great dress. <laughs> I mean. I didn't do it. Instead, I went to Vegas. Oh, yeah. But, and it was fun. Did you see Brittany in Vegas? I didn't for my 30th, but I did like two years ago and it was life changing. I was in the pit. Mm-hmm. I spent way too much money on it. Yeah. And I was in the pit and I was so close and I could just like taste the sweat. Oh, it's great. Oh, it was so good. So good. So. Hit me, baby. At amp, amp, one more time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you guys going to do a Britney Spears sketch? Um, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you will now. <laughs> we did a Samantha sketch a couple months ago, and I played Samantha. I knew that. So. Wait, is that on? Do you have a video of that? I do. Have you posted that? No. I, not publicly. Because well, we only post some of our sketches publicly, the ones the ones from, like, the live show, you know? Oh, okay. Like, we don't do all of them. I but I do you. have it if you yeah. want to see it. I do. I, I do. feel like my impression was pretty on point. <laughs> I'm excited. So I noticed Carrie kept wearing this blue bucket hat. Yeah. I'm just like, why? I mean, it was the 90s, so bucket hats were, like, a thing back then. They so, were. Like, I get that. I would have felt better about it if it was, like, black. Yes. It was, like, baby blue. It was baby blue, which matched her eyeshadow throughout the whole episode. Which is a whole nother <laughs> thing. Yes. <laughs> I felt like she was wearing a lot of makeup overall, and I think I enjoy her when she's, like, not quite as made up. Yeah. The first season, her hair is just a little too bleachy. Mm-hmm. Her makeup's a little too strong. I, I do like it when she becomes a little more natural-looking and... Although I did enjoy Samantha's highlights. I thought her highlights were pretty on point. I'm pretty sure that Samantha has the same hairstyle throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. Like it it doesn't waver very much. Except when she has cancer. True. <laughs> Good point. Oh my goodness. You get several points for that one. Spoil <laughs> alert. It's a very old show, I think. <laughs> if you haven't seen a show that's been out for 20 years. <laughs> God, has it been that long? Oh, well, I don't know. You crap. said this episode was like mid-90s and it's... 96? Oh. About 20 years ago. Oh, my goodness. We old. Oh, okay, moving on. We talked about hottie of the episode. Now, which character... It, can, it doesn't have to be one of the four girls, but which character do you identify the most with this episode? This episode specifically? Mm-hmm. Well... I guess it's a tie between Carrie and Samantha. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, what Carrie's going through is just, like, very relatable and still relevant today. But then you got to have that, like, inner Samantha that's like, fuck this, where the shot's at, you know? Yes. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah. I think for me, it's going to be Sid. Mm. Just kind of like, you know... I know this woman's not into me, but uh, I'm just going to go to this dinner, (laughs) see what happens. And and in a way, like, Sid is also being a Samantha because she's like, maybe she hasn't had a date in a long time. Mm -hmm. And she just wants to go out and have some fun and and maybe see where it leads. I mean, Miranda does kiss her Mm -hmm. in the elevator. Mm -hmm. So she was getting in there. She was getting in there. She's here to play. Yeah, but it just didn't work out. Yeah. Have you dated a Sean before? Yeah. 
it's hard because I feel like in my experience, it's very hard to find a guy who is both like the nice guy and like keeping you on your toes, girl, <laughs> you know, like right. it's one or the other. It's like he's either like a Sean who's like, just I'm here for all of this. You know, it's so uncomplicated and like it's so just nice, but like there's no like fire, you know. And then I guess the opposite would be a Mr. Big type who's just like so unavailable. Right. So hot and cold. Like I want you. I don't want you. I'm like, I'm like the sexy one. Like I, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know. I just think that like finding someone who is both is very hard. Yeah. I was telling a friend this the other day because she had dated a guy and then they had just broken up. And when they were breaking up, she got the feeling that he was like very ready for like all of that stuff. And he kind of was saying stuff like, well, the next girl I want to date, whether that's you or like, you know, whoever, like, I just want the next girl I date to be like the last one that I date. Like I, you know, kind of mm. coming from this space of like, uh, it's too late. I need this to work out. Like it's very high pressure. Mm -hmm. And I think that is death to be coming from a place like that. And I felt bad for the guy because I'm like, dude, I get it. Like you want what you want and that's cool. But like, it's unfair to put that kind of pressure on someone. And I feel like he was looking to carry for like all the answers in his life. And if you take a step back, that's very like unreasonable and it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I, I think that also kind of relates to the whole thing. Like guys seem to blame the girls. It's like, sorry, we're not as interested in you as you are in me, but that's okay. And yeah, he did get like all upset and mad at Carrie, but it's like, that's okay. It's not meant to be. Let's just move on. And I do, I think a lot of guys that are ready for that commitment and put all their hopes and dreams onto one girl, it's like, calm down. Yeah. And did you notice when she told him that and then he like had his little mini meltdown mm -hmm. and it wasn't even like, oh, this is such a bummer. Like, I really liked you specifically for these reasons. Like, mm -hmm. I really wanted to be with you. It wasn't about her at all. Nope. Like, his whole little, like, meltdown was like, I don't get you women. Like, you say this is what you want, and then, like, none of you want it. I was just like, okay, so you're basically telling her that she's not special at all. She was, like, a person attached to a vagina and a, a uterus. And, it, you know, it's it's literally like he's just putting a fishing line in, in the water and waiting for something to bite. Yeah. Not good. No. Sean not good. sucks. <laughs> and Peter sucks. <laughs> Peter does suck. And I think that is um, probably the kind of storyline that wouldn't even, like, go down at this and in our current level of wokeness. Like, I like watching 90s sitcoms and seeing, like, the kind of Stuff that they get away with, like, storyline-wise. Oh, totally. And how much it would not fly now. And I think that's a good example of that. Yes. And Sex and the City has a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you guys keep listening. Keep listening. To hear more. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. Thank you, Leandra, for coming onto the show. And this episode is really about being single and having a close group of girlfriends and that can be better than any relationship with a guy, right? <laughs> you know, when I watch this show, I do get a little jealous of, like, how close they really all are and, like, how much they are there for each other. 
because you can have a lot of friends. Right. But, like, it's different from having, like, that core, like, support system, you know? And I just think that's so important. So um, I guess I would just say, like, find your people. Yeah. You know? Totally. It's so important to find your people. Um, And in the meantime, you can, you know, still go out on really bad dates. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Leandra, for coming onto the show. And I hope you enjoyed your Cosmo. I did. Well, you're you're still working on it, but uh, I'm still working on it. Okay. All right. Till next time. Till next time. (laughs) Yay. Yay. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank a few people that made this show possible. Thank you so much, uh, Leandra Ryan, for coming on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your drink. I know you made it home safely. Also, thanks to John Fredette for the music. You can check him out at johnfredette.com. And also Terrence Deutsch, the producer, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Also, please check out me and Leandra's show at iOS. It's the second Sunday of every month at 10 p.m. Main Stage, iOS. West. And yeah, again, please check us out on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And please, you know, let us know how it's going. Um, you can email us at city at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and possibly even read your email on the podcast. Who knows? All right. Well, thanks so much. And we'll catch you next week. Cheers. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.